0: Visit roberthalf.com today. July is here and preseason has started in the Premier League and Europe. With that being said, transfers continue as managers look to fine-tune their squads for the new campaign. But the other factor is trying to deal with players who no longer want to be part of the setup. Enter Cristiano Ronaldo, who has missed the third straight day of preseason and wants out of Man United. What will happen to the Portuguese star and elsewhere? Leeds United are taking advantage of the Calvin Phillips money. Lewandowski wants no one else but Barcelona. Barcelona are playing Harry Houdini under John Laporta. Juventus building again and much, much more. Fabrizio Romano is in the house. Que golazo begins right now. Hey, everybody welcome to Kego last Kegel last support on Twitter youtube.com forward slash last saw I am live. From La Casa de Mi Tia, my aunt's house in England. Tia Blanca, come here. Come, Tia. Say hello to Fabricio Romano. Say hi. Ah, bye, Fabrizio. Hi, Fabricio. What Hola, question Fabrizio. do you have for Fabricio? What's going on with Ronaldo? Very good question. want to know. Thank you, Tia. Tia is Fabricio's biggest fan. Tía. Adiós. <laughs> so that's Tia Blanca right there. Say hello. And obviously, this is about Cristiano. Ronaldo but Fab how are you brother?
1: All good all good thank you many things happening we are entering into the key weeks of July and so uh, I feel that it's going to be an important week this one the next one
0: and so many things happening but all, all right. good we are ready We are ready, my friend, getting busy. Of course, as we mentioned in the intro, teams are now, they've started pre-season. Pre-season is a go, but the business continues. Let's begin with the most hottest topic, of course. Cristiano Ronaldo wants out of Manchester United. He's ambitious, and I've been hearing a lot about the fact that what Manchester United are doing right now in the summer is not enough for him. He wants out. What's the latest?
1: Yes, the situation is pretty clear, Cristiano uh, is not happy with Manchester United's situation. He wants to leave the club. He's been really cruel to his agent, um, Jorge Mendes, speaking to the club. So, Cristiano wants to go. He's not happy with the ambition of United. It's not a problem with Erick ten Haag. This is something that I want to clarify because I see many stories on Cristiano. The problem is not with the manager. He would be really happy to work under Ed and Haag. He feels that he's a very good manager, but the problem is about the team. Cristiano is convinced that Man City Liverpool are another planet at the moment, uh, discussing about players and team. And same with Tottenham Arsenal doing a great job on the market, so he wants to see the ambition from May United because he feels that they are not at top level at the moment, and this is why he wants to leave the club as soon as possible. May United's position is still the same. They insist that Cristiano is not for sale, that they want to keep Cristiano and change his mind. There will be a conversation between ten Hag and Cristiano to understand if they could be able to change the situation, but Jorge Mendes, the agent of Cristiano Ronaldo, is exploring options around Europe, so we will see the next step, and if Cristiano and his agent will bring an official proposal in the coming days to United. But at the moment, the position on Cristiano's side is pretty clear. He wants to leave.
0: My question, Fabrizio, is, you know, when he wanted out of Juventus, he at least waited... Well, not really. Even less time, I guess. Uh, you know, There was a lot of changes for Juve. With United, it seemed OK until I guess the Todd Bowley meetings with Jorge Mendes. You mentioned in the show, of course, that it wasn't about Ronaldo. Obviously, it was about so many other things. But now, in the days ahead, Ronaldo has, I guess, changed its mind. My, my, my question is, why now? Why, why wasn't it a month ago? Do you think this has been a, a 180 from Ronaldo between the end of the season and right now in July? I think because the
1: point is not on the manager, because if the problem was the manager, maybe you could have said one month ago, as you mentioned, when they announced Ten Hag, they could call the club and say, I'm not happy with this manager, so I'm going to leave. And it didn't happen because he's happy with Ten Hag. And also, Champions League, of course, is a factor, but Cristiano knew one month ago that Man United were not going to play Champions League, maybe two months ago. So it was not about only about Champions League. I'm told it's about signings, so about the team. Uh, he's convinced that this team at the moment, with the current players that are Man United, they are not ready to, to win. This is not a team ready to win immediately. And we know that Cristiano is, is 37, so he wants to win again as soon as possible. And this is the message. It's about the signing. See, I, I think it's normal. You see Man City signing Erling Haaland, Calvin Phillips. Now they will go for Cucurella. You see Liverpool signing Darwin Nunez and extending Bossala contract. That is like a new signing. You see Arsenal signing uh, Gabriel Jesus and Fabio Vieira. You see Tottenham with Bissouma, Perisic, Richarlison. All the clubs in England, important clubs, are doing important things. And new clubs are jumping on it, like Newcastle with new signings and many others. Aston Villa are doing a great job. So you see around you many things happening. And you see that May United only signed Tario Malassia now. So it's a message. He's putting also some pressure on May United, like saying, OK, show me what you can do. But at the same point, his message is pretty clear. He wants to go. So let's see if May United will accept the proposals he will bring.
0: So, Ericsson is not enough. Um, The, you know, the Lisandro Martinez, you know, obviously not enough. Would De Jong be enough? Or do you think Ronaldo's mind is set? He's done. Uh, And perhaps who would be a club that could actually do this and get in for him? I think um, discussing about clubs, Jorge Mendes is speaking to many, many clubs. Let me
1: say that we had rumors on some Italian clubs, but I'm told that this is not the case. They. They are not negotiating Italian clubs for, uh, for Cristiano Bayern. It was a conversation between Jorge Mendes and Bayern. It was 20 days ago, 15, 20 days ago. And the answer from Bayern's side was public. We doesn't who say we are not signing Cristiano Ronaldo. And I'm told that this is still the case. So Bayern have no intention to replace Lewandowski in case he goes to Barca with a 37 years old player. Even if it's a fantastic player like Cristiano, uh, they have a different kind of strategy. Also, um, Let's see if Orge Mendes will push again because I'm sure that after this message of Cristiano to the club, Mendes will try again with Bayern, will try again with clubs around Europe, including English clubs. And in this case, Chelsea had a conversation with orga Mendes a few weeks ago, taught Boli and Mendes directly to discuss about many players, not just Cristiano. And in that meeting... Uh, Todd Bolle was pretty clear with Jorge Mendes. He told him every decision would be made together with Thomas Tuchel. And so it means that it's Tuchel to decide if Chelsea really wants to try to sign Cristiano. I say try because my United say he's not for sale. So I'm curious to see if they receive a proposal from Chelsea, what will be the answer on my United side. But Chelsea at the moment are one of the clubs that have been approached by Jorge Mendes. So I think these are the clubs at the moment. Barcelona, I'm told that this is not the case. So they are not going for Cristiano.
0: We will see we will see I do believe I think my inkling would be that he will stay in the Premier League he probably doesn't want to leave for another nation but we will see Chelsea remains uh, you know as a hot topic of of course with Todd Bowley and his preparations hey by the way Fabrizio you know I would go always... to Bayern
1: honestly you know would my you? Would, would,
0: would that be your in, choice in
1: Cristiano's position I would go to Bayern because Bundesliga you can win the Bundesliga as Bayern maybe always do you and can he's score never played playoffs.
0: there right
1: exactly you can say I won the league in Bundesliga in Serie A in La league, of course in the Premier League so it's a new league and in Champions League the team is very good so you can compete also for Champions League quarterfinals semi-finals, and then try to do something important so I think Bayern could be the perfect solution for him but it's up to Bayern because they have completely different policy and I still remember Rummenigge words when Juventus signed Cristiano Ronaldo a few years ago he said I can't understand why top clubs around Europe do this kind of deals with this kind of salaries for a fantastic player but with his age and so I think after that statement for Bayern it's difficult to go for Cristiano
0: yeah. And obviously Robert Lewandowski's future also depends much on what's going on there as well. But from a marketing perspective, it would make a lot of sense for Bayern Munich to you know, say, OK, Lewandowski's gone, but here comes Cristiano Ronaldo. We'll wait and see on that one. By the way, it's always worth highlighting the great work from Fabrizio Romano, but it's not just me. That said it, Fabrizio. Yoshida was like, my God, this guy is incredible. Even my <laughs> wife didn't know about on Sport. That's a nice thing to hear from one of the greats,
1: huh? Yes. No, no, no. I was super happy, even because, trust me, I don't know him. So it's the first time I received a message in public, in this case, from, from Yoshida. Then he sent me a private message saying, thank you, you were really kind, because I was answering. But for me, it was a, was a shock in a positive way, of course. It was, it was great to see a great player, a great guy like him. And I was following him here in Italy with Sandori is a very, very good guy uh, sharing something like this. So just trying Absolutely. to do my best.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, only Yoshida's wife is the one angry at you because you know that his <laughs> plans better than, than her own husband. But but regardless, <laughs> that's what it is. All right, let's keep going here. Let's talk about the done deals, Fabrizio Romano. What's going on around you Frank Kessie, of course, and the announcement with Joan Laporta in Barcelona. We'll talk about Barcelona on a bigger scope in a minute. But the done deals, uh, Cassie to Barcelona, Berg going to Ajax. What do you have? Let's round it up.
1: Yes, there are many. Uh, as you mentioned, Cassie and Christensen are two done deals for Barca. Kassi was presented today, and he said also that Zlatan Ibrahimović suggested him to try this experience at Barcelona, because it's a huge experience for for Kessie. It's a free transfer. Andreas Christensen will be presented also this week. He's another important signing for, for Barcelona. Uh, and Also about Barca, it's important to mention Gavi, because today the sport director, Mateo Lemani, confirmed that there is an agreement in principle with Gavi and his agent, the former midfielder, Ivan de la Peña, to, to complete the contract extension for Gavi. So many things happening for for Barcelona, then Christian Eriksen, I would say, is a done deal because it will be signed this week. is a three-year contract. Man United have repaired all the contracts, so they're just waiting for him to undergo the medical and then sign the contract as new Man United uh, Man United player. And then Steven Bergman is a very important one for Ajax because we always mention Ajax uh, when they sell players. They have many fantastic players, and so it's normal to mention all the players that they already sold, like Radenbergh, Masraoui, and many others. And players that now they're going to sell, maybe like Lisandro Martinez, because United want team, Arsenal are still there for Lissandro, but they're going to sign Bergvine. It's a done deal. Yesterday they found total agreement with Tottenham for 30 million euros, really important fee, this one for um, for Ajax. And so Bergvine is going to sign his contract. It's already completed, so we're waiting for the official statement. He had a medical today. And so many things happening around Europe, including Italy, because also here, AC Milan announced divo Corrighi as new striker. Inter announced Mkhitaryan on nana many signings bellanova from cagliari aslani from Empoli, some talents and so all the Italian clubs are busy now, and I think we're going to speak also about Juventus because they will be on it in the coming days.
0: Well, let's talk about Juventus right now uh, before mm-hmm. we hit a, a Manchester United question. We're getting a lot of questions, everybody, I know. Well, actually, uh, Lisa Roman, our producer, is correct. Let's just quickly hit on Lissandro Martinez and Manchester United before we move on. This is a Q&A. We're going to do all your questions after the break, but I know that because we've touched on Man United, let's just quickly, what's the update on Lissandro Martinez here, uh, Fabrizio Romano?
1: Yes, Lisandro has been very clear with Ars, with uh, Ajax. Uh, he had a meeting with Ajax through his agent, and the message was, I want to go to the Premier League. I want to try Premier League experience. So he wants to feel free to pick Man United or Arsenal. Let me say that Eric and Hag could be an important factor. This is why Man United are pushing. This is why Man United are confident. But Arsenal will be on it until the end. So I will keep you posted during the week, because I have a feeling that this week could be really important for the player to decide. Which club he wants, but uh, Ajax are now prepared to discuss with Lisandro and then to let him go because Man United and Arsenal are really, really
0: pushing. Well, the Premier League is his destination of choice, so we'll stay close on that one. You mentioned Juventus, there's a lot going on, including El Fideo, uh, you know, cementing his place there and everything else. What's going on with Juve?
1: Yes, Juventus will announce two very important signings. Uh, two free agent signings, but what a kind of signings because it's Angel Di Maria, as you mentioned. is a done deal. Today they completed everything on a contract point of view and so he's expected to arrive in Torino on Friday. So Angel Di Maria will be in Torino this week to sign the contract one-year deal with an option to extend for further season with Juventus. We know that he wants to uh, finish his career in Argentina with Rosario, so maybe uh, he will decide at the end of next season what he wants to do. But as of now, he's signing with Juventus. So Di Maria to Juventus. To Juve, and then Paul Pogba because on Saturday Pogba will fly to Italy and will sign his contract with Juventus will undergo the medicals and so everything is done since weeks between Pogba and Juve it's a big comeback as we mentioned an incredible deal Juventus signed him for free from May United when he was 19 then he sold he was sold to my United for 100 million euros and then now he rejoins Juventus on a free transfer it's a done deal so Di Maria and Pogba to Juventus
0: what does that mean for Weston McKenney, do you think? I know that I keep asking this question, but sometimes it worries me a little bit for the American midfielder's future uh, in Turin. What does that mean for McKenney? do you think? Allegri still likes him?
1: Yes, 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 he likes him. I think the priority for Juventus is to try to find solutions for Artur Melo and for Rabiot more than for McKenney. I think that McKennie is included in the plans at Juventus, and unless they receive a crazy bid, an important bid to sell him with big money, I don't see them maybe loaning him out or this kind of solution I think McKennie has good chances to continue with Juventus
0: Hey by the way speaking of Juventus right Federico Bernardeschi apparently maybe a move here to MLS it's a possibility, yes. He has a proposal from Toronto. He's negotiating. His agents
1: are discussing with Toronto about this possibility. We know that now Toronto have a big Italian side with, of course, Domenico Criscito and Lorenzo Insigne. So he will be the third one to join to, to join Toronto. Bernardeschi is really tempted because it's a very good proposal. Uh, he will be a designated player, player at Toronto, and now they are uh, getting free this place because uh, Pozuelo is going to join Inter Miami, and so everything is ready in this domino. It's now up to Bernardeschi to accept. Let's see what happens today, tomorrow. But Toronto are really pushing for Bernardeschi and it would be a really interesting one because he had difficult times at Juventus, but he's a player that when he feels the confidence around him and the right um, manager also to trust him, I think it could be an interesting deal.
0: Yeah, featured for Italy all the way since he was in the under-18s. He's only 28 years old. I mean, it could be a great acquisition for MLS, 100%. We have a lot of questions. I promise that we're going to get to it after the break, but let's hit Leeds. Yes, uh, the drunk pigeons. There's a lot of Leeds things going on, Fabrizio Romano. Of course, Calvin Phillips and the sale to Man City. I guess Leeds are using that money very, very well. What's the latest on all things Jesse Marsh and Leeds United?
1: Yes, to answer the questions from Matt, because many Leeds fans asked me about Mohamed Kamara, the answer I received is they will only sign, as of today, one midfielder. I say as yes of today because it's still July. So maybe later in the month or in August, things could change in case they sell another player or Jesse March will say, OK, let's sign another midfielder. But as of today, the plan is clear. Tyler Adams is the player they want, is the player they signed because it's a done deal since Monday. Uh, So the player had the medical today morning. Everything has been completed between um, Leeds and Leipzig for £20 million paid in five years, including... Edons, five year contract to the player. So Adams already accepted. And so he will be a new, uh, new Leeds player. For Camara, at the moment, everything is in step by. And then Luis Sinisterra, because Sinisterra is the player they wanted and they will get to replace Rafinha. We will see if for Rafinha will be Barcelona or Chelsea. The player wants to go to Barcelona, but Leeds accepted Chelsea bid and not yet Barcelona bid. So let's see what's next in this deal. But Sinisterra from Feyenoord, for 25 million euros plus Edons will be a new signing for Leeds. And then they're dreaming of De Kettler, this talented boy from Bruges, very good player, but AC Milan made an opening bid, 20 million euros plus Cedones. Uh, Bruges want more than this. They want around 40. So there is a big gap. Leeds are pushing with a bid for more than 30 million euros for De Kettler. And so it's an open situation, but I think the player is really tempted by AC Milan. So let's see what
0: happens. So I'm imagining, uh, just going back on Tyler Adams, uh, per your reporting, it's all said and done, medical, uh, and should be announced very, very soon, correct? Yes, 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 yes. It's done, it's done, it's done. So basically, you know, this is another reunion with Jesse Marsh and Tyler Adams, and uh, there's a little bit of an American revolution (laughs) with with Leeds, so we'll see how that develops. All right, well, listen, let's do this. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, everybody, we got plenty more. We'll talk a little bit more about Barcelona because I'm very intrigued to hear, obviously, Fabrizio's thoughts regarding Joan Laporta. He was saying a lot of things regarding not just Frank Kessie, but, you know, what's going on in the rest of the summer. Some Chelsea stuff, more of your questions, some Villa, of course, and then we will say goodbye. Fabrizio Romano, que golazo! Live! We will take a break. We'll be right back. The chilling new original docu-series on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome back, everybody. Fabricio Romano in the house. By the way, I want to show some love to the women's game because this is uh, not just the summer of strikers, but it's the summer of international competition in women's soccer, Paramount+. Plus, We've got the CONCACAF Women's Championship, of course, and you can hear and see all about it with attacking third. But also as well, Euros, as well, Copa América in Colombia, as well as AFCON. It's, it's great to see, Fabrizio to see the women's game develop uh, all over this summer.
1: Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's amazing, and let me say, to let me send a message also to Alexia Putellas because of her injury. Really tough news we received in the last twenty-four hours here in Europe. Yeah. So yes, really bad news, but she will be back stronger, and so we wish all the best.
0: Absolutely, I, I, Spain are an absolute force at the Euros. But somebody said this, an expert said that. I forgot their name. Apologies, I'll get it later. But Spain. Just like a game of chess, you can win the whole thing, but without the queen, it's almost impossible. So we wish her all the best. Uh, Poteas obviously being arguably the best player out there, definitely in Europe. All right, well, let's, uh, but don't forget, like I said, attacking third and, of course, Paramount Plus has you covered for the women's game. All right, let's keep going here. Barcelona, speaking of Poteas, of course, Joan Laporta did talk about that, of course, uh, that injury, but it was mainly about the announcement of Frank Kessie Fabrizio Romano, uh, uh, such a great acquisition for Barca, but they're not done. At least Barcelona don't think they're done, specifically with the incomings and the outgoings. Straight away, just very quickly, Frankie de Jong, Joan Laporta says he's not going anywhere. What's the latest there?
1: Yes, he says he's not going anywhere uh, unless we are forced to do something. So, you know, his message is we want to keep Frankie. Frankie is not for sale unless we don't need something on this deal. And what does it mean? That, Barcelona, as Laporta said a few days ago, Need Frankie to reduce his salary in case he will stay at Barcelona. And at the moment, I'm told that it's very unlikely that Frankie will accept to reduce his salary. He would love to stay at Barca. He loves Barcelona. He wants to stay, but with current contract. So let's see what happens in the conversations between Frankie and Barca because Man United are still there. Man United have an agreement on the fixed fee for Frankie the de Young deal with Barcelona, 65 million euros. They are still negotiating with Barca on the add on structure because it's a big amount, 20 million euros to arrive to the 85 total amount for Frankie's potential deal. And so let's see what happens between the two clubs because at the moment it's still slow deal because of Frankie. Frankie wants to stay at Barca. Frankie's priority is to continue with Barca and so Man United are still trying but it's player side the real issue in this deal because they never discussed personal terms with Frankie and so they know that if they want to sign Frankie de Jong they need first of all to complete this agreement on the structure of the add-ons with Barca and then to find an agreement with Frankie that is not a problem with Man United. It's not about Frankie not happy on Man United. He wants to stay at Barça, so they will need to be very good to change his mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be a very tricky one indeed. All right. Well, just very quickly on Barcelona, what else is going on here? Because Lewandowski clearly just wants one club that hasn't changed, Fabrizio. But per your reporting as well, you know, Bayern are not exactly gonna allow Barcelona to do this transaction easily. I presume that uh in installments, it's not something that Bayern wants.
1: No, 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 no. And also 35, 30, 40 million is something that Bayern are not accepting at the moment. So Barcelona will need to improve their proposal. I'm told that Barcelona are prepared to speak with Bayern again, to have new direct contact with Bayern in the coming days. So Barca are still on it. And Robert Lewandowski is waiting for Barca. Let me say that Lewandowski is doing a big effort to join Barcelona eh? because... Um, he has many possibilities. Uh, we see rumours about Man United, Chelsea, Paris and germain and it's true that many clubs are exploring this possibility. Many clubs are looking for strikers, and Lewandowski is one of the best in the game, and so it's normal to have contacts, but the answer they are receiving is always the same. Lewandowski wants to join Barcelona. He has an agreement with Barcelona, so Lewandowski is still waiting for Barca. It's now up to Barca to find an agreement with Bayern. So we see what happens in the coming days in this new contest between Barcelona and Bayern, so Barca will be on it. Then the centre-back, because Xavi wants a centre-back, we know that Kunde is the favorite option, but it's still not close between clubs. And let me say that Marcao from Galatasaray could be the replacement at Sevilla in case uh, Kunde will leave in the coming days. Uh, we know that Kunda has always been in the list, also uh, with uh, with Chelsea at Chelsea. But then, after Marina Granoskaya leave, leaving the club, uh, is no longer the priority. They have matized the league as priority at Chelsea and Natanake from from Manchester City. And then for Barca, we will see what happens with uh, with Rafinha, of course, because the player wants to join Barcelona. It's been very clear on player side. He's waiting for Barca to reach an agreement with Leeds. Let's see this week what happens, because on Leeds' side, they insist that they only accept it as of now, Chelsea bid one week ago. But the player has still no agreement with Chelsea. So let's see who will give up, if Leeds, if Chelsea, if Barcelona, if Rafinha. It's a really crazy saga.
0: Yeah, so Leeds accepts Chelsea's offer, but Rafinha prefers Barcelona, but Leeds has not accepted Barcelona's offer, but they're being respectful of the player because obviously he wants La Liga and Barcelona, so we have to wait and see. All right, well, like you said, it's crazy, it's complex, but Fabrizio Romano is here to break it all down. We have a lot of Arsenal, Fabrizio Romano, so let's get straight to it regarding Mikel Arteta. Gabriel Jesus, you should all be happy. Vieira, you should all be happy. Peter uh, asks, is it true that Arsenal are making bids for... uh, Milinkovic Savic, wow, one of my favorite players in Serie A. Fantastic What's, player. Yeah. What's going Fantastic on there? Fantastic
1: player. At the moment, I have no updates on Milinkovic's situation. Also, on Lazio's side, they say no updates but I really hope to see this player on this kind of level honestly with Lazio has been incredible I hope he will stay at Lazio because in Serie A it's fantastic to, to, to have a player like Sergei Milinkovic Savic and for Italian clubs it's impossible to sign Milinkovic Lazio president was very clear he said we need a proposal for one of the best clubs in the world so at the moment for Lazio they say they've still received no official proposals but we will see I think it would be absolutely perfect to play in the Premier League and for Arsenal but at the moment guys I have still no updates on this one and let me mention that Arsenal always uh, sorry, Sorry, uh, that Lazio always stated that they want 65, 70, 75 million euros for milling So it's not an easy one.
0: All right. Well, is there any more Arsenal here, Lisa Roman? She uh, Rob Kelly just wants more. Gabriel Jesus is in. Vieira is in. I'm sure that the business is not quite in, done yet, there, Fabrizio. No, what else no, is no. Arsenal? They will in? be. They will be on many things, but we know
1: that Lisandro is now one of the players they're focusing on. So in this battle with Manchester United to sign Lissandro Martinez, Arsenal are still there, and we will see what uh, what happens with Eric ten Hag really pushing in the last few days, and uh, then a winger because they wanted Rafinha. For Rafinha now, is not the case. As we mentioned, it's Chelsea and Barcelona fighting to have him with Barca really pushing in the last hours. And so for Arsenal, we will see if they will go for another winger. We had the rumour on Gnabry, but I'm told that he's not a player in the list for Arsenal. They're not going for him. And so I will try to let you know who is who is the player. I have an indication, but I I can't speak yet because I have to check and I want to make sure I'm I'm mentioning the right name. So I'm working, but at the moment still nothing for sure Arsenal. They are very good in keeping it quiet this summer eh? because Fabio Vieira was out of nothing in yeah. 24 hours. So. I'm sure that Edu is working on something. Uh,
0: All right. Well, the moment Fabrizio Romano knows, uh, obviously we promise that on his site and on here on Kegolasa, we'll talk about it. All right. Let's quickly talk about Chelsea because there's a lot going on. Hey, Tanaka, Siwawa. Chelsea, guys, any news? Oh, my God. I am sick of waiting. Sick of waiting? You're Chelsea. Okay? Calm down. All right. The, think about the lower bottom teams that don't get anything. All right. All right. Chelsea. Give him Chelsea, Fabrizio. What's going on? Uh, Raheem Sterling, perhaps. Is he getting anything? We goals? mentioned we
1: mentioned Rafinha and they are still waiting to understand what happens. Raheem Sterling is a negotiation that is going on with Manchester City. They still need to resolve something. They are still optimistic on Raheem Sterling deal, but they need to resolve something on Man City side in the negotiation with Man City that also includes Natanake. They are two separated deals, but they're working on both of them. So Chelsea are working on, on Sterling and, and Natanake. And then we will see with Matthijs De Ligt because Bayern are also in the race. This is true. And this is also true that his agents, the league agents, are discussing with, uh, with Bayern and with Chelsea. But at the moment, Chelsea are, are still are still there with, uh, with Thomas Tuchel, who is a big fan of the player. And so the Ligt will be a really interesting deal too. Let me say that Chelsea are trying for many players. Eh? They, they are in fights with other clubs for many, many players, like with Bayern for the Ligt, with Barcelona for Rafinha. For Sterling, they are alone in this race. And this is why I think it's taking long because they want to pay the best fee because they feel they are the only club negotiating for Sterling. But for example, they were trying to eject the deal for Richarlison with Tottenham eh? during the night. They tried to offer £40 million plus a player and then from Everton it was a no because they had £60 and also including from Tottenham. But Chelsea are on many things. So I know that maybe now you feel it's a bit standby, but behind the scenes things are going on, so don't worry.
0: Yeah, there's reg- there's also regarding a lot of outgoings, right? We talked about Conor Gallagher and how he's obviously wanted by a lot of people. Uh, Steven Gerrard is a big fan of him, but also Armando Broja, who did very well for Southampton. What's going on with him? There's a lot of interest as well there, right? Yes, a lot of interest. Many, many, many clubs. uh,
1: Newcastle, uh, Everton, uh, also um, um, West Ham have always been interested in him. Italian clubs always tracking him. My personal opinion is, first of all, on transfer side, I'm sure that Thomas Tuchel wants to check the boy in pre-season and then decide uh, what is the best solution with, uh, with Armando but my personal opinion is that Armando Broja is really one of the most interesting striker and talented striker around. I really love him. I think he's a very talented boy and he's ready to make an impact because with Southampton he was very good and it was not easy to have that kind of impact in Premier League uh, your first season as a star and so I'm sure that it's it's a good opportunity for the on the market for many many clubs and he's a an name that we have to remember in the coming weeks unless Thomas Tuchel says no this boy stays here.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and of course we have to wait and see yet if Ronaldo even makes a decision as well and stays even in the Premier League. Fabrizio, uh, I have to ask you as always uh, because I get bullied by all my family here. Aston Villa, anything late there? I know that preseason started for Steven Gerrard and Co. Don't forget, Diego Carlos began his first few days of training with the Villa, and obviously Bubba Kamara comes in a little bit later because he's uh, you know resting from extra after playing Nations League. What's going on with Villa? Anything there?
1: No, let, let me check to this week about the full the left back I told you because I think this week something could happen on the left back and I will keep you posted. This is the only thing at the moment that I am told but we know as well I mentioned how good they are. So I'm getting a
0: nation. lot about Ottavio Fabrizio. I'm getting a lot about Ottavio and I keep saying this is just pure smoke. umo. I'm sure like, there's The, is the same story we, we heard on
1: Leeds they say Otavio on Liverpool they say Otavio so I think when we have this kind of rumours they are trying to sell the player <laughs> from Portugal it's not new but we will see at the moment it's still something
0: something quite all right so we just have to listen it's just the beginning of the month everybody calm down a lot more action is going to happen before we say goodbye Fabrizio Romano what are you working on what else should we really be knowing about that we haven't discussed
1: I want to say something for Fulham fans because they are getting players finally Manor Solomon is in London today to undergo the medical and sign the contract on a loan deal from Shakhtar, very good player. So it's a very interesting sign. In many clubs from Italy, from France, try to hijack the deal, but Solomon is joining Fulham. And Andreas Pereira. This is important also for Man United because Man United are making money with the outgoings finally. And Andreas Pereira is going to join Fulham on a permanent deal, 10 million pounds plus three million pounds add-ons. Medical tomorrow in London, and then he will sign the contract, a four-year deal with an option for further season. And so, very good business for Fulham. He did very good with Flamengo, uh, Andreas, uh, Andreas Pereira, and now also very good money for Man United, and it's needed this summer because we know that part of the budget will be coming from the from the outgoings. So Pereira to Fulham, and Manor Solomon to Fulham.
0: There is a lot going on. Fabrizio Romano is staying on top of it. Don't forget on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app. And que golazo, twice a week. I may not be here for the Friday show. Our friend Jonathan Johnson will have a chat with Fabrizio, but we keep rolling with Fabrizio Romano. Fab, thank you so much, brother. Have a fantastic rest of thank your you. day. And uh, we'll see you next time, buddy. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you as always. It's a super pleasure. And thank you to all the guys in the chat for the questions. And see you soon here on Kegolasso.
0: Ciao. Thank you so much. Mitie is going to make me some lunch now. She <laughs> thanks you for the Ronaldo news as well. And we will see you next time. Kegolasso put on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso. We have already passed 14,000 subscribers. Thank you so much. Let's keep climbing. Fabrizio Romano, LME, Kegolasso, Alisa Roman in the back. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and your summer. Till then.